then you'll be able to get a good fee for whatever it is. So uh, don't, don't worry too much. Uh, that's uh, the, everybody's, uh, somebody's interested in everything. And anything you can be interested in, you'll find others will. But it's absolutely stupid to spend your time doing things you don't like. Hello and welcome back to our manifestation journey. My name is Mickey. And my name is Sam. <laughs> we are two sisters who live together with our husbands and children and who document our play with the law of attraction. Welcome back to the show. Hi, Sam. <laughs> welcome back to the show. I'm back. I'm here. <sighs> Feels better that you're back. I feel really good to be here. Yeah. Yeah. That's really good. Yeah. I'm sure all the listeners really wanted to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> I know. We actually had a new listener that's like, I just found you guys. And the first episode they I listened know. to was that one. The one of you being like, I don't even know if I'm going to stick around. And it's like, I'm like, I hope you keep listening. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yeah. I mean, oh, I think God. we've had episodes obviously since then. Yeah. And one of them was, you know, I'm telling people I have this podcast. And I'm like, the last episode that I released was filled with um, doubt. insecurity and doubt. <laughs> don't, maybe don't listen to that. So maybe listen to uh, an early one. But yeah, I am really happy to be back. I like these conversations that we have. We have them anyways. And like from the beginning, it was always about we're having these conversations. Like on our way from the airport. Yeah. Right? Like, we, we went and picked Sam and Nick up earlier this week from the airport. They stayed at the hotel there. We picked them up the next morning. Right. And, and in the car. In the car. We had a basically a podcast conversation. Like yeah. That's the reason why yeah. we started are, the show. Yeah. Because really, <clears throat> excuse me. I'm going to have a drink, I think, maybe. I don't know. We're having these conversations anyway. Yes. We're having them all the time. But we didn't have these conversations for months mm. right like I kind of did because I you know I've recorded some interviews that'll come out in the next couple of weeks with a couple of people on my own but yeah we we haven't been talking no <laughs> we haven't Which, been able to have these like forward thinking yes. forward moving clarifying high vibe mm. thoughts yes i mean we've had them on our own but it's just not the same i don't mm. know how all y'all are doing it without a support partner no like i need a soundboard yeah i need a soundboard too and our husbands are great don't get me wrong it's just not the same it's not the same it's at all same. love them to death yes i mean you guys met mason last week week before I mean, perfect stand up guy. Yeah. Just, he just doesn't talk about this. He's the nicest. He's the nicest. We've said it before. Like, hmm, <laughs> if you looked proof. in the dictionary, who is the, it's not going to be in the dictionary, but you know what I mean? If you Googled, Googled, who is the nicest person on the planet? You would find Mason Pike. You'd find him there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, nicest and person. now you have proof. Yep. And it's still not enough. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still like, where's my person? Where's that person that I can speak energetic language to mm-hmm. you know yeah yeah so here i am back ready to talk about all the things all the things mm-hmm. and you asked me how was, how, my, how was your tour well tell us about it the tour itself was amazing the whole experience was amazing really so if you don't know i went to australia and New Zealand for a week. Um, 
But you were in Australia and Tasmania for most of the trip. A while. Mm -hmm. And I, so I was kind of the end of May, all of June and the first week of July. I don't know why. My throat's all weird. Did you, get your, you got your chakras cleared yesterday by Skylar. Maybe there's some mm. residual energy shifting around in there. Right. And I had this like tickle lump feeling in my throat. Mm. And I didn't cry. Okay. Which was, I'm like, what is this? Anyways, we'll, we'll get to that. <laughs> okay. We'll get to that later. Um, so thank you for your patience with my voice. Um, I don't usually sound this husky. Sultry. Um, okay. So... We, I went to Australia. The first few weeks were spent with friends and family and went out to Alice Springs and Uluru. So I really did the Australia Outback adventure. Um, the rainforest, I went to the Daintree Rainforest, which is like one of the, I think it's a, one of the oldest rainforests on our planet. Um, That's pretty cool. Yeah. So it's like this ancient, and you walk through it and the trees change. Like, it's not all palm trees. It's like, oh, this is a different... It's weird. It's like they've been planted... Obviously, they haven't been planted that way. But it's just the way the forest There's, like, mini ecosystems in the same rainforest. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. So you're like, oh, we're over this, like, canopy. And then, oh, like, it just changes as you... For not a very... In a very small area. Um, Yeah. And I saw, like... uh, Oh, God. The weirdest bird. I called it a snipe. Because it kind of <laughs> so odd. Like, I found the snipe. Yeah, from yeah, up. From up, yeah. Yeah, it was just so odd. It was called a cassowary. Yikes. Which, again, what well, kind of name for is that remembering for it. Huh? I'm impressed you remember the name of it. Well, it was hard to understand how to pronounce it because it was with our friends Chris and Imby who have accents. So I'm like, a cassowary. I'm like, is it a cassowary or a cassowary? You know? <laughs> That sounded the same to me, but... You know, they don't... The wary. Where we would say rary. Oh. Oh, I see. Got it. I had a hard time understanding the R's. Okay. Anyways. This bird was... This, anyway, it's like a dinosaur. It was huge. Like ostrich size, kind of. Did you see any pictures of this thing? I think so. You were, Was it on the beach? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Anyways. So I had an adventure. And then uh, the tour started mid-June, and this was all for my business. There's much more detail on this pre-tour stuff in our previous episode when you are in Australia. Yes. That would have been all... I'll link that in this show. So if you haven't heard those details of before the tour and you want to know, I'll link that episode in the show notes and you can... Yeah, that would have been the... Yeah, because it was right before the tour. Yeah, the tour started. Yeah. That I've been recorded. Yeah. Yeah. You. Yes, you. We heard you. Did you just talk to your phone while listening to this episode? Yeah, we hear that a lot. So we've decided to do something about it. You are formally invited to join the official OMJ community, a place where you can meet up with other OMJ listeners to talk about the latest episode, celebrate what you are manifesting, ask questions, and engage with other woo-woo enthusiasts. Mickey and I realize we have each other to bounce all these juicy ideas about the universe, vibration, law of attraction, aha moments, and so much more, which adds to our increasing momentum. And we want that for you too. 
Apply to the private group on Facebook today by answering a few short questions and surround yourself with like-minded individuals who want to manifest their dream lives too. In this free group, you will also get first access to our private events, including our monthly online container called OMJ Engagements. Here we will host group coaching calls, guest speaker events, and whatever we feel inspired to support you with that month. We are ready to take our relationship to the next level. Come join us and our listeners in the amazing OMJ community. We can't wait to see you in there. And now back to the show. Um, so yeah, the tour started and, you know, I just remember, I probably never forget driving in. It was sunset. I, for, I didn't realize that the sunset at really like much earlier at this time of year in Australia. So, um, June, July, August is their winter months, their autumn. I probably compare it to an autumn in Canada, Canada, yeah, rather than winter because they don't get snow. Yeah. Um, well, I shouldn't say that. Most of it doesn't get snow. So we arrive and it's like dusky, kinda, and the sky is pink and purple, and there's this bright white paper moon and full paper moon in the sky. And you know, I open the door and to this beautiful, beautiful home. It's like a coastal beach home and walk into the kitchen. There's like all these gifts and cards and love and it just all became real. And uh, it was really kind of like, wow, like look at what I did. Look at what, look. <laughs> like look it's, at, it's happening. Yeah. Like yeah. this is really cool. This is really cool that... This was, you know, all because of me, like yeah, what I did. And I get to do this 12 more times or 11 more times. Um, and everything went so smoothly. Mm. There was no hiccups. There was no nothing. We didn't, you know, um, we rented a car. It didn't like, we didn't get a flat tire. We didn't, right, you know, right. like we didn't get stuck. We just, on to the next, on to the next. And it was um, very... I was very present on social media. Like I was posting, sharing reels, going live, adding stories, talking about where I'm going next. I felt very um, present. Like I felt very busy. And I had a fairly busy schedule. Um, on a travel day, it was most of our time was spent in the car and we would try to see things on our way. So then when we get there, it would be dark, too dark to take any videos. So the next morning I would do all the videos and I would write about the last place that I stayed. Right. So it was like very busy morning. Like full on. Yeah. Full, yeah. And yeah. I would try to wake up as early as I could so I could get as much done so I could get it all done. So that way we could go out, spend the afternoon somewhere. Document places, things to do in yeah. each place. Yeah. So, that, so yeah. that I had something to talk about for the, while I was there. Right. So that was on re sorry, that was on repeat for um, like five weeks or something, six weeks. And um, so I'm doing all these things, and kind of even at the beginning, I was like, I'm surprised nothing has happened from this because my goal with this was to inspire others to join us, like was to bring on more people and to also um, kind of get more people talking. And so I had this like, you know, I had these, I was battling these thoughts throughout the 
tour and I called you kind of midway through. When you were in the bathtub? Yes, yeah. in the bathtub outside. Yeah. And this, like, I had a lot of insecurity. I had a lot of, I was battling a lot of like, well, it's not over yet, so don't freak out. Right. And so I was like, okay, I'm not going to freak out. And just kept going. And there were moments of like, like frustration and sadness. Yeah. Which felt stupid because of what I was doing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right? Like, mm-hmm. it just didn't feel... That's emotions on emotions, for sure. Yeah. You know, when you feel guilty about your emotions? Judging them. Judging your emotions? Yeah. That's what I was doing hardcore. Yeah. Because and I think it would be hard for other people not to judge your emotions. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. It's like, what's your problem? Yes. Tell me more about how it's not working out for you. Yeah. Because I don't feel bad for you. Right. <laughs> Sorry, Sam. It's not. like it is working out for you. You realize this, right? Like, like do you realize what's happening right what now? Is, yeah, like, but that's not what I wanted. I keep having this line of, I don't know. I mean, if you're an, a true, if you're an avid listener of our show, we talk in movie lines, right? So I have yeah. all these movie lines playing around in my head. Yeah, one of them was um, Deborah's throwing a party. And then on Everybody Loves Raymond. Everybody Loves Raymond. That's yeah. right. Deborah's throwing you a party. You can't just say Deborah. I know. I'm sorry. I'm th- <laughs> I, I mean, feel like I I'm talking it. to you. I get it. I am talking to you. But yeah. I'm also talking to you like a Gotta give them a little bit of people. context. Sorry, people. I'll see if I can find that, this clip of Deborah on YouTube. Maybe I can find it and share it with people so they know what, what it you're probably, talking about. It probably, it won't even, it's not even okay. a monumental moment in the show. It's okay. just... Uh, a, a quick line yeah so she's like she's throwing this party Ray's mom comes over suddenly you know all the people want to leave and uh, <laughs> they leave like all of her friends leave and she's so frustrated and sad and just like oh, this isn't what I wanted and she just says it out loud yeah. and then his mom you know comes over and she's like of course nobody wants to throw a bad party <laughs> I'm like oh my god it just kept oh, like no. Not that I thought that what I was doing was bad. I thought that, I mean, obviously it could have been better, but anything could be better. So, but I I didn't think, I just expected something. I think you need to be more clear about what you're expecting. Well, and I have something about, this is something I learned about expectations. Because remember how we've said, we, we, in the beginning of our day, say, what are your expectations in order to, because failed expectations suck. Yeah. Yeah. It, well, a lot of the times it just failed expectations is uh, anger and frustration. Mm-hmm. So to prevent that, we try to <laughs> state what they are in the day. Yes. Like, it's like a hack with with Mason and I. We use it all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, what are your expectations mm-hmm. for today? And then we try and make that work for both people. Mm-hmm. Or if it can't be that day, okay, can you move that expectation to tomorrow? Yes. And then they're like, okay, okay, yes. right? Like it just changes your whole day. Yes. Yeah. It's a very effective tool. Yes. If you, and we've done it in the past too. Mm-hmm. I remember more, we used to do it when we were looking after them when they were really little. Yeah. Do you remember that? Like Charlie was a newborn and George would have been like almost two. 16 months. Yeah. Anyways, so I had this expectation I wanted to bring on 10 more new people. And so it wasn't happening. Like I didn't see anything happening. I was like, just don't worry, don't panic. Yeah. 
And um, here's the thing that I learned about expectations. It was necessary for me to have that expectation in order for me to go. You're right. I like this. Yeah. So if I hadn't had that expectation, I wouldn't have gone. Oh my God, I like this a lot. Can't so, keep talking. Expectations are... This is really good. Yeah. I like this a lot. Mm. Okay, sorry. Keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> they are 100% necessary. Like, you can't move forward without them. You can't. Yeah. Because why would you do it? I love this so much. So you do it and it doesn't happen. Right. And you're like, what was the point of that? What was the point of that? Why did I do that? The point of it was to, I mean, get this nugget of gold, but also more. There's so much that you can learn through that journey. You're supposed to pay attention to the other things that happened and not your expectations. Absolutely. (laughs) This is like one of my favorite realizations on the show. You said it so well, but you oh friggin' nailed my it. Why? Yes. God. You're supposed to pay attention to the journey and not that expectation not that, that you goal. had. But if it wasn't for that expectation, you wouldn't have gone on right. that journey. Right. So, so thank God for that expectation. And, and what happened on the journey that you were supposed to pay attention to? What have you learned from, from the stuff that was the fluffy sideline stuff? At the very end of the tour... <laughs> guys that took me to the very end literally the last I think it's important before you continue to acknowledge and recognize the beauty of the tour it was I mean it goes without saying but I feel like you need to I think you need to say it it's hard because I was in it yeah so it's kind of hard to see but Like, of course it was gorgeous. Like, every moment was just, oh my gosh, you know? Like, this one place I stayed, it was so magical, it felt fake. Like, we arrived and 12 or, I don't know, 18 ducks came out to greet us. Ducks. And then they led us to our door. And they were, um, a kitten, a black and white kitten was following them. And they all sat by our door and were just like, Welcome. Welcome. Here's where we live. And I, we had this, you know, cute, beautiful, um, they call it a beach shack. And um, it's just lovely. And, you know, presents and gifts and love. And yeah, like you were, I think it's important. Like you were doted on. Yes. I was. You were showered. Showered every. Gratitude and gifts and gifts, love. Mm-hmm, support. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, it's amazing what our brain focuses on. Yeah, I know. I know. This is the lesson. This is why I think it's important to mention it. Yeah. Because it's like, it's kind of like, you know, you hear this with celebrities all the time, you know, where it's like you were nominated for an Academy Award or something. Mm -hmm. And all you can think about is not winning. Mm -hmm. And it's like. Dear Lord, you were nominated for an Academy Okay, can we talk about the road that it's been to get there? All of the people, all of the connections, all of the support, all of the fandom, all of the love, the care, the the clothes, the makeup, the hair, the interviews. Like, no, none of that matters, Mm -hmm. right? Like, what our brain chooses to focus on. Mm -hmm. It's unbelievable, really. Mm -hmm. Like, the lens that our brain, our subconscious mind chooses Mm -hmm. that we have to fucking 
battle and we'd walk through. Yeah, it's embarrassing. It That's the word. Yeah. It's embarrassing to be so focused on such a <laughs> arbitrary, yeah. you yeah. know? Yeah. But the, so if we rewind, I was like, fast forward, doesn't make sense. No, rewind. If we rewind, if we go back to October of last year, mm. I came into this office with a deep wanting for support and guidance to make money in my business. Right. To crack the code. Right. And then I received this message from you. Yeah. And I'm like, this will crack the code. Right. And I'll never forget the words you said. You need to exemplify what it is you want for others. Mm-hmm. So. So you did. So I did. Mm-hmm. And it didn't work, work the way you decided it would. Yes. <laughs> I uh, 100% assumed that yeah. it would work. In, in the way that you decided in, it would work. In the way in that, the time that I was there. In like, the way you decided it would benefit you. Yeah. Because the universe is like, it's benefiting you in this way and 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 this way. But sorry, not the money way. And yeah. you're like, what? You're like, that's the whole reason I went. Yes. And they're like, shut up and look around. Yeah. <laughs> And you're like, fuck. Yeah. They're like, I know how we'll get her there. <laughs> we'll make her think that it's like littered with money and gold and riches. Mm-hmm. But it's not. Mm-hmm. There's something better. Mm-hmm. And you don't know what that looks like full circle yet. I mm-hmm. don't think this chapter is closed yet. It's definitely not closed. Yeah. It definitely is not closed. That's the funny thing is like wow like not even this will stop me (laughs) I mean that's beautiful you know like I felt like I mean I guess it's my small mind but I felt like I was doing the thing like I felt like I was doing you were showing up yes that's what I thought was required actively and I felt like I was so Something's amiss, but showing up with that expectation. Mm-hmm. We're not supposed to show up with expectations. Yeah, I still feel attached to them. I still feel attached to expectations. and But again, I think that they're necessary in order for us to... They dangle that imaginary carrot. I know. And we follow the imaginary oh carrot. Oh my God, Nikki, I listen. I have to... We have to get back to that. The carrot? Yeah. Okay. Um, so like on this show or when we're done recording? No, no, no. On the show. I'll get back to the carrot. Okay. Um, oh, okay. So, uh, yeah. And so I was having even difficulty, like I was having a hard time, but I couldn't even, I felt like I couldn't even reach out to talk about that because Sam, <laughs> no one wants to hear that. Nobody wants to hear that about no. your hard time in Australia no. while you get showered with gifts and love and you get to stay in these meetings. Nobody <laughs> you're going to be hard pressed to find someone that has any kind of sympathy for you exactly (laughs) like (laughs) oh poor you (laughs) yeah yeah but i i mean but that's your emotions on human honesty like human vulnerability i was like i was just like oh like you know yes so (laughs) 
the last night rolls around and obviously I obviously am appreciating everything that's happening like I'm simultaneously absolutely present and in awe and wonder and love and gratitude and I'm I'm experiencing all those emotions I was able to recognize if I was having a low moment and I kind of like gave gave myself some space for that yeah Um, but when I was in the properties I was like this is where I need to be this is where I need to focus this is where you know yeah yeah um that's tough like oscillating yes that's I was like really going hard. back and forth and yeah tra- making sure that my energy where I was was it yeah. was a safe space to be there it would be okay so it was like mainly in the car yeah you know <laughs> so <laughs> oh my god so okay last place the last place for me was a place I knew I needed to go this is in Tasmania. Yeah. Yeah. It was something that I was like, I need to go here. Like I felt a very strong calling to go there. And um, I walked in the door and as soon as like, well, opening the door to a place is my favorite thing because it's the beginning. It's just the beginning of... It's a Christmas morning. Yes. Where you don't know what's going to happen and you don't know what gifts you're going to open. But yes. you know it's going to be awesome. Yes. Yeah. And that happened every single time. Yeah. Right? You get to explore Christmas and morning 12 and, times in yeah, like, weeks. I mean, you remember like our my wedding in, in France. Yeah. Like, do you remember that moment where we all walked in together? Mm-hmm. Like, that was amazing. Like, mm-hmm. there were, I don't know... 16 of us all losing our freaking minds exploring mm-hmm. this place yeah so it's that that amazing feeling open the door there's music playing down the hall like 1920s 40s music and um the smells the sights everything it just everything just was so like it was like a different world you opened the door and there's a note and I had like um she has these uh pre-made old fashions so you could just literally um pour yourself a cocktail over these beautiful globes of ice you know how you can get yeah. but she bought the globes of ice like they come in a bag so that they're clear there's no discoloration or frost on them they're like <laughs> glass okay balls <laughs> that are obviously ice so it's like it was the detail was insane yeah and so this is our our last our last place and we kind of had planned out what we were gonna do and then I went to this restaurant at the for our last night and I was like I'm celebrating I am celebrating I'm not sad I am so grateful I'm so proud of myself like I did this thing. This is amazing. I'm celebrating. So we go to this restaurant. It's really, really small. All of this is going to make sense when I tell you at the end. It's really, really small. It's extremely intimate. She, um, our host told us to show up at 3.30. They opened at 4. So we show up. We kind of we hang around the door until they, they're like, okay, you can come in. And they tell us, this one guy tells us where to sit. He kind of like tells everybody where to sit in this small space. Um, this bar, it's like just at the end of the bar was this tiny little 
kitchen area. I don't think they had an oven. Like it was just this two burner kind of and a slicer. So um, it was very, we kind of have been to these kinds of restaurants before. Um, <clears throat> but I really, really admired and took note of their approach mm. to making sure you had a good time. And I really, I liked it. Like, it was like, you're sitting there and like, we had a seat and he's like, okay, so you're having, are you going to have a Negroni or an Aperol spritz? And he had the Aperol right in front of us. So I'm like, well, I guess I'm having a Negroni. Like there was no menu. There's no option. Pick one, right? Like we're going to have a good time. This is how you start. Right. And it was just hand holding all the way through, but in the best way. Like we're gonna blare up the music, and we're gonna, we're gonna. There's only six things that you get to choose from the menu, and so I started to kind of like. Yeah, that's the type of situation where you weed out a lot of people. It's like either you love it, mm -hmm. or you're like, this is not for me. Yeah, which is beautiful. Yes, and because the people who love it are your kind of people. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Like you're, you're really dictating who you want to serve. <laughs> There's no reservations. You can't make a reservation. You literally have, it's a walk-in. Yeah. You have to really want to be here. You mm -hmm. have to show up on time mm -hmm. and then you get to, you get to listen to what we decide is best for you. Yes. <laughs> it's a very certain kind of customer. There'd be a lot of people that'd be like, hell no. Yeah. I want to make my reservation. I want to make sure they have a table for me and I want my glass of Chardonnay. And like, I want to know what I'm eating. Right. Right. And I want to choose between more than four things. Yes. Right. So we were there for like three hours. There's no menu. You can't look at a menu ahead of time. No, you can't. There's no like if you go to their website, it's like one page, the address, and it says walk ins only. Right. That's so it. It's, it's a get. picture. Yeah. With that information. Here's where we are. Um, no, you, there's no phone number. Why would you need one? There's no, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> so do you good. have a spot for two? Like, there's that doesn't happen. Right. You know? Yeah. There's no phone number. Don't call us. No. We like, won't answer. Why would we have... We don't need a phone. Right. right? <laughs> <laughs> so good. Yeah. I really admired their Balls. approach. Yeah. And their... Yeah. So we were there for about three hours. And then um, we were leaving. Because, I mean, I don't want to say like we... I've been in the server industry. We weren't like... What's the word? Hanging around. Like we were you know, eating and drinking, whatever. Yeah. So we leave and there's a lineup at the door, right? Because right. how else are they going to get in? There's no right. reservation. So, right. and it's so tiny in there. Like, so there must've been like maybe 25 people, but it's so loud and like, anyways. So this was the last night. So the morning, the next morning I had all these ideas from both of these experiences coming into the, um, the property that has the rental that we were staying in and this experience at this restaurant. And not to mention that rental, like, yes, the experiences were really thoughtful, like the note and the cocktail and stuff, but the space is really beautiful. Absolutely. Like it, it um, made you feel elevated mm -hmm. and the thoughtfulness of the, the gifts and everything else of the experiences in the space mm -hmm. reflected the quality of the space. Yes. Right. Yeah. So like that is an important detail, I think. Mm -hmm. Right. Like it's everywhere you look, mm -hmm. you are immersed mm -hmm. 
in beauty, luxury, and quality. Absolutely. And that's the type of experience that has affected, I think, some of your decisions moving forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's important to say that. You said it well. It's really pretty. It's yeah. really, really pretty there. Yes. I think that was, like, I was most looking forward to seeing that place mm-hmm. from its photos and stuff. So. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah, I knew that it was something that I needed to, to experience. experience. <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> and I'm so glad that I did because mm-hmm. it unlocked something for me. And I had a call with Rochelle that morning, which is so funny. I didn't have a hangover because I was celebrated. <laughs> like I was like, I'm done. Like this was yeah. great. I did such a good job. Like, yay yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so I didn't have a hangover the next morning. And so I just kind of like, I, all these ideas popped into my head that morning. So Rochelle was my soundboard. I just kind of like split. This is uh, Rochelle Minnie, who's a buttons queen. Maybe yeah. I'll tag her in here. We have an episode with her. It's really, really good. But she's the one that was responsible for bringing us to Mexico. <laughs> she's a pretty major gem of a human being, but she's also yeah, Sam's major gem. Abundance coach. I love her. Yeah. She's amazing. Yeah. So I had a call with her. And I'm kind of like saying all these things that I'm thinking and um, like, you know, Rochelle, I, I did it. I did all the things. Yeah. And it, it didn't work. <laughs> right. And she's like, I think she, she was like on the same wavelength. Right. She was like, I'm feeling you on this. Right. Like I do all the things and it doesn't work. So right. Right. I think... And I, I feel, um, I feel weird saying this out loud. Yeah. I mean, all up until this point, it's not something people say. Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't want to put blame on anything. Right. But I'm like, I don't think Instagram is working for me. (laughs) Right. No, I think that's fair. I think there are different tools that work for different people and or businesses. Yeah. I really do think that's the thing. Yeah. Like for manifestation coaches, Instagram seems to be working for a lot of them. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't work for everybody. Not and, every business is tailored for Instagram. Yeah. yeah. And maybe, you know, that's not me. And if we yeah. look at the my human design. Yes. My human design. So it's a four, six. So the four part, opportunistic, six is role model. The four says you, like, you're not a salesman. Like, you're not. I'm a four two, right? I have a two four in mine. And yeah. I'm the same. Like, we're not supposed to, like, yeah, sell. Yes. We're not supposed to go out and be like, look at this thing that I have. You should buy it from me. Right. Which makes sense about our first launch, doesn't it? It really does. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> Random strangers, look at me and look how amazing I am. Yeah, no. We don't do, we're not, according to our human design, we- Both of us are not designed for that. Don't do well in that scenario. Right. What we do well in is other people talking about us. So we show up in the way that we feel called to show up and- Acquaintances sell for us. Acquaintances sell for us. Yeah. So- after this experience, I was like, okay, I want to change everything. I want to change my whole approach because it didn't work. And this feels like shit. Yeah. So um, I 
You flew to New Zealand. I flew to New Zealand. This is, yeah, I want to, I want to talk about New Zealand. I'm like, am I allowed to move to New Zealand right now? Yeah. I go to New Zealand. The tour is quote unquote over. The tour is over. I yeah. go to New Zealand and that was a friggin' whirlwind of a day. So our last day in Tasmania, we spent it, we went to the Mona. So it's a museum of old and new art. Um, that was wild. And so we spent like most of our day doing that. And our flight was at 930 at night. So we had spent the whole day doing fun things. We get on this flight, 930, go to Melbourne. From Melbourne, then we fly to Christchurch. So this is all kind of overnight. We get there at five in the morning, which is actually three in the morning um, in the time zone that I had left from. And um, Nick <laughs> rented a car. And I was like, are you sure you're going to be okay? He's like, oh, yeah. Drives seven hours to Queenstown from Christchurch from Christchurch yeah. our bags didn't make it onto the plane so when we get there at five in the morning they're like we don't have your bags so I this is actually really interesting because I this is the first time on the trip that I was just mad right and you kind of let loose yeah I was just like this is bullsh- I'm, I'm done <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm like okay it was three o'clock in the morning so yeah but I was still like grumpy what what the hell am I going to do now you know like I don't even want to go to Queenstown I just want to stay in Christchurch until my back gets back like just wild outrageous and Nick you know obviously cool as a cucumber just looking at me doesn't amp amp up anything just like lets me have my moment and then about because he didn't react to me it was like I was so fast to be like wait a second what would my wealthy self do Mm mm-hmm and I'm like, she would just buy new clothes. <laughs> like, well, that's what I'm going to do. Like, yeah. this is an opportunity for me to buy new clothes. Okay. So then I just switched, like, quickly yeah. in the airport. It's like, we get to buy clothes. My cousin, Azzy, was waiting for us on the other side at the arrivals. Like, bless her heart, she was there so early waiting for us. We were literally the last people to walk out of the arrival gate. At 3 a.m.? 5 in the morning for oh, her. Oh, God. So... You know, we get our bag. We get our. We don't get our bags. We get into the car. We drive to Queenstown. She shows us where to go shopping because she's been there before. It's like this is great. Mm-hmm. Got all these clothes. We go through New Zealand. That night, okay. So we were at Queenstown. Then Nick drives another two hours to our final kind of destination for that night before we go to Milford Sound. And he it was like nine o'clock at night when we got there. So that was like. Nine, you know, we spent all day, woke up at nine o'clock yeah, in the morning. Like 15, 16 hours? No. Or to, longer, 24. It was 30. Jesus. 36 That's hours. wild. 36 hours of yeah. being. Wow. An awake human. So, um, that night, I listened to your episode with Mason. Mm-hmm. That was an amazing episode. Oh, thanks. It was so good. I knew, like, as soon as I pressed play and I could hear the whole thing, I was like, oh, this is, people are going to love this. <laughs> yeah, it was definitely received well. Yeah. He'll be back. It was really, show. it was really good. I think people, you gave the people what they wanted. Yeah. And even Izzy, I was like, this is a good episode. And Izzy was like, this is a really good episode. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, Izzy Cute. is her cousin. So, uh, so I'm lying in bed awake. I can't fall asleep. Oh my God. I've been up for 36 hours or something. I did have a little little nap in the car, like maybe a couple hours, but like on the whole, I haven't slept. And uh, 
I can't sleep. And I'm like, what is going on? I'm so tired. And I had this image of um, Maleficent. Okay. So I had this image of her. There's Okay, so if you've seen Maleficent, so it's Angelina Jolie. Yeah. Who plays Maleficent. And she's she's been hurt by this by the king, right? Like she fell in love with him and she he broke her heart, took her wings. Which is why she's so evil in yes. Sleeping Beauty. So the scene where she goes back to the castle, but she's all like leathered up and she's got like her horn. Because before the leather, <laughs> yeah. she's in furs and she's like soft and her hair's down. Yeah. And she's like just more, you know, gentle. But then she's wronged and... She comes back with a vengeance and she's wearing leather. I think she's wearing a leather bodysuit and yeah. like these horns and her like her makeup is more Dark striking and, and yeah. like bright gold lips. And she's just like she has this look in her eye. Right. And he is begging. Right. right. She's like, I want you to beg. Right. Right. I want you to beg for me. Yeah. And she's, you know, like looking down at him because she's threatening to kill her, his his child. Right. So that scene was playing over and over and over. <laughs> and this sounds way more dramatic than it needs to be. Okay. But that was the energy that I get to receive moving forward. Right. So I get to have people begging. And like that, again, is a very dramatic word for what I want. I do not <laughs> want people begging. Um <laughs> Or kneeling down to me. Like, I don't want right. that experience either. Right. But it right. was that flavor. Well, it's like, I think it's queen energy. Yes, it was queen energy. It was people yeah. will, like, come to me and ask me for something. And right. I get to decide if it <laughs> happens. Right. You know? Yeah. Like, it was like this this feeling of power. Like, this feeling of, like, I'm... <laughs> I'm the captain now. Like right. I just had this feeling. <laughs> like all the movie quotes today, folks. I know. Oh god. But I just had this feeling <laughs> of like to Captain Phillips. <laughs> I am I've gone through this experience. I was I've changed. Mm. And I get to build my castle now. And it's gonna be covered with thorns. It's gonna be like you have to ask to come in. And um I also had this image of <laughs> Why do our brains do this? Um, when I just feel like I'm eight. When the dragon in the first, like the old Sleeping Beauty of the dragon, the sound of the dragon like pushing out fire, okay. like that, like right, okay. and just burning it all to the ground. That was another image in my head. I'm like, I have, I'm gonna burn everything down. Careful what you say. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> One of her favorites, Andrew Crowder, kept saying that, and her house literally burned oh. to the ground. So I'm like, I'm very, like, it, well, it didn't. The whole thing didn't burn to the ground, but she was like, I will maybe refrain from saying that phrase for a while. But I'm like, now I'm like, I think we should be careful what we wish for. But go on. No, it was just this image, right? It was just yeah, like this this concept of like I'm just gonna I'm dismantling things like I'm gonna take things apart I'm gonna I'm gonna cut things out I'm going to um I'm going 
I'm going to rebuild this. I'm going to change things. So that, those two images are really, really strong in my mind. I'm not going to share what I have kind of come up with on here Yet? because I know because I okay. don't want. I it's so early okay. that I'm like I just need to okay get. I need to you know. I've heard this idea and I think it's brilliant. Mm. So I'm really looking forward to the day that you feel comfortable sharing it. Yeah. Um, I think it's well suited mm-hmm. to you. Mm-hmm. I think that it, um, I felt the change. Mm. Like when you came home, I was like, mm. I was feeling queen energy from you. And I was feeling as though this idea worked. Yeah. And it's already happened. Mm. That's how it felt. When we were, we went, we were in Toronto and we had lunch on a rooftop patio and I was like looking at you and I was like, mm. <laughs> you'd already told, well, you were telling me the idea, mm-hmm. I think on that rooftop yeah, patio. Yeah. I did. And then when it was kind of over, I was like watching you and I was like, mm, yeah, I think this is, this feels right. Yeah. It doesn't feel like throwing mud at the wall anymore. No. It feels like it just suits you. Yeah. But I'll elaborate more on that when you decide to share it with the people. Yeah, I want to, there's, I mean, if I'm going to burn it to the ground, there's some things I have to do and it's just, yeah, I'm not going to explain. But it's just going to look differently and I'm looking forward to that. And that was another kind of really, I'm like, wow, even though in my mind I've done this amazing, glorious thing and it didn't pan out the way I thought it would. Uh, I still have this massive fire burning energy of, well, you're not stopping. Like there's no part of me that wants to stop. Yeah. Which, <laughs> which kind of lot. surprises me. Yeah. You know, cause you think that you've, you've, you've done it. Like you pulled out the trampoline, you said how high you jumped and, and, but it's not enough to discourage me from moving forward. Mm-hmm. Like I'm moving forward and we're doing this doing this you know and what a great like I'm like this is so gold for our manifestation journey because yeah like it continues folks like we're it's so true because the way it looks on the outside is that you've got it all figured out yeah right like the way it looks on the outside is like oh she's doing it look she's she must be like feeling so successful and like she's nailing it and then you come home and you're like I didn't make a dime and everyone's like what you know mm-hmm. um and there's so many circumstances where that happens all the time in life where we're watching other people and we assume that you know they've got it all figured out and yeah. from their perspective it's not what how they imagined it to be yeah you know so it's it's the perfect another perfect detour yeah in our manifestation journey mm-hmm. like it's another really great tack to put in the map mm-hmm. been there <laughs> done that mm-hmm. on we go mm-hmm. you know like it's another another marker another milestone yeah um to look back on mm-hmm. be like remember when i tried that remember when i tried that you know and it's you know like any successful entrepreneur you throw mud at the wall so many times before it sticks mm-hmm. right and no one gets to see that yeah no one gets to see when it didn't work. Yeah. The hundreds of times that it didn't work. They yeah. only see the one time it did. Yeah. So it's really important to document all of these parts in the journey, even though, again, on paper, it looked real nice and fluffy. You know, mm-hmm. it looked really beautiful. Mm-hmm. And it was. It was. 
And that's the, that's the point really, I think Mm -hmm. is to look at that truthfully Mm -hmm. and acknowledge it for the beauty. Yeah. It was absolutely beautiful. The love and the luxury and the quality and the connections that I made with people, Mm. the conversations that I had. And that was really amazing. And I know that they're going to grow and I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. I think, I mean, I can't speak for your community, but I would assume that watching you do it inspired them to at least swap with each other. Yeah. Which is important. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like uh, yeah, and that's the other t- thing too is I am speaking prematurely. Yeah. I know that. Yeah. I, I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow or the next day or a month from now because I went on this tour. Mm-hmm. There's no... You know, I don't know what's possible, mm-hmm. really. Mm-hmm. It does feel like I'm speaking prematurely. Um, that's okay. That's part of the journey. Right. Um, but with the carrots, so... Oh, yeah. Um, in New Zealand, um, I allowed myself 100% to mourn the uh, loss of my that expectation Mm. to mourn the idea that I didn't make money doing something that I loved, Mm. which I think is really, um, if, if I had to ask my heart the question, what's missing, what's wrong, what's, what's the matter? It's, I want to do some, I want to make money doing something that I love. Mm -hmm. I want to know that that's possible for me. Mm -hmm. And I, I want to be able to make enough to support myself and, allow for for myself to be the one who makes my dreams possible um so when um, we were in New Zealand I did give myself time to cry to move through that that loss um and the song we were we were playing um music in the car listening to Nick's all the songs like we would listen to downloaded music he had um, and the song Thank You by Alanis Morissette mm. and it was uh, how about them transparent dangling carrots mm. you know the lyrics to that song are so good I've like I've used that song multiple times in my life to heal when I've lost something or mm. when I've experienced um, pain in any way or whatever it's a good one. It's really good because it talks about um, it talks about kind of like grateful for the the disappointing things, being right. grateful for the the, and the, the hardships and and, yeah. and the lessons and um, and even some advice like uh, how about eating, how about stop eating when I'm full up, like just like good stuff. Like it's like yeah, how about that, and even. Um, <laughs> I've even kind of brought this energy home with me. Um, <clears throat> the first thing I did when I got home was I went through all of my clothes and I got rid of a big garbage bag full of clothes, which means I don't have very much clothes right now. Um, I've been not eating very much deliberately. Like I'm like, I just feel like I need to clean mm-hmm. think things out, you know? Like mm-hmm. I feel... Um, happy I feel satisfied 
I feel like I've stepped kind of back into Alice in Wonderland back here at home. Like mm. it's green and it's summer and it's beautiful here. And um, we drove in the driveway when we came home and there's llamas and sheep and goats in our in our field. Like Mason has um, rescued the llamas that were yeah. down the road. Um, so there's so much to explore here and be grateful for. And I don't, when I wake up in the morning, I don't feel, you know, when you wake up in the morning and you ask yourself, oh, I don't feel right. What is that? Oh yeah, that doesn't happen. I wake up in the morning and I'm like, what do I get to explore today? Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like there's, that's a very unusual, Mm. um, that's not typical for me. Mm. I am melancholy. (laughs) Some, sometimes, especially when something like this, this, this unrealized thing mm-hmm. didn't happen. I, I'm like, oh, I think I'm changing. <laughs> like, this isn't, this isn't breaking me down. Mm-hmm. There's definitely this moment of pause of like, how do I move forward? Like, what does that look like? I want to do it in a, um, in like a respectful, responsible way. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, it's like. Okay, I trust. Is that kind of like when you had a miscarriage? Mm. You ha- you mourned, but you were like... At peace with it. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're just like, okay. Yeah, I just have... you. Well, you're in the same, obviously, just this deep sense of trust. Yeah. Like, I know the universe has something better planned. Yeah. Like, if not now, then later. Yeah. You know, because it's yeah. just not the right time. Like, I believe in divine timing and all of that stuff. Like, yeah. It's just like, I don't know. You just have your default is trust. Yeah. Even when you don't trust. <laughs> even when you're like, what the hell? You know? like Yeah, even when so you're often, confused. You still trust. Yeah. And yeah. I really, really do. Like the bedrock. Believe that that expectation was the thing that, that was my demise. Right. Um, Absolutely. It was. Yeah. But if it wasn't for that, it wouldn't have been gone. So thank goodness for that expectation. That also was my demise. Yeah. (laughs) Right? Absolutely. Weird. Absolutely. But necessary. Yes. Such a weird thing. That is one of the universe's many dichotomies that we all experience all the time. Yeah. Ask, but let go. What? (laughs) Yeah. What do you mean? It's like accepting the parts of yourself that you really don't like. It's like you have to accept those things. Right? Like... We get angry, we get frustrated, we act out, we do mm-hmm. these things, we, we, whatever. Like, it's really embracing it, being like, expectations, not the worst thing, mm-hmm. you know, kind of great, mm-hmm. but also, you know, take care of yourself with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hello, Mickey here. I'm going to interrupt the show for a brief moment to let you in on something that I have been developing on my journey. If you've been listening for some time, you know that I've been tapping into something that I can't even explain. From my meditation practice, I used to involuntarily shake, sway, write circles on paper, and more recently receive messages from source. It started with free writing in my journal and has led to channeling really personal and powerful messages for those closest to me. And let me tell you, these messages have been life-changing. Yeah, I can speak to that. It was a couple of months ago when I walked into the office. Mickey was in front of her laptop and I said, Mickey, I would like a channeled message. 
I had watched her give several different messages to our close family and friends and even to people that she had met online. And I saw that they were life-changing and I was like, I'm ready to have one of these life-changing moments. The experience was amazing. It was about an hour long. Uh, there was a lot of tears. I had a major breakthrough. It just gave me a lot of clarity. And I knew that it wasn't coming from her because she was speaking to things that she didn't even know about. And through that, I, I came up with a new strategy, a new way of operating in my business. And from there, a whole new journey opened up for me. So yeah, they really are life-changing. Oh, thanks, Sam. The interesting thing about all of this is that you actually have this ability. You do, trust me. But sometimes you get in your own way of being able to listen to your higher self, which is where I come in. With an hour session with me, I will tap into your energy, ask your higher self what you need to hear, and then deliver that message back to you. If you're someone who is seeking clarity in their life right now, you're not sure which way to turn or what to do next, these readings are for you. Sign up for a channeled message with me today at ourmanifestationjourney.com slash Mickey Channeling. That's ourmanifestationjourney.com slash Mickey Channeling. M-I-C-K-I-C-H-A-N-N-E-L-I-N-G. Your higher self is calling. Will you answer? I'm ready when you are. And now back to the show. I think I'm good. <laughs> I had a Reiki session with, with Skylar yesterday. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I've only been back for, this is my third morning waking up here. Right. Um, and so I had a Reiki session with Skylar and I was expecting to cry and I didn't. You cried a lot in New Zealand. I did. I cried for like two days. Yeah. Three days maybe. Yeah. But I let out all the insecurities. I said absurd things out loud to Nick. Mm-hmm. Like, just crazy. Like, ugh, he, at some points he was laughing at me, which maybe for some people would piss people off, but it actually diffused the situation because I could actually hear how crazy I was, you know? Yeah. Like, he was just like, oh my God, like, these are crazy thoughts. I'm like, yeah, they are crazy. They're so stupid. But... It's just like it feels good to let them out, yeah. Instead of letting them like fester in your brain, yeah. Um, but yeah, I didn't cry. I just, I was very, it was a very energetic session. Like my parts of my body were moving weird, and at one moment, I jolted, like awake, like I gasped, gasped for air and jolted, and like my eyes opened. I was like, kind of like shock feeling. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, are you okay? She's like, breathe. And I just closed my eyes and relaxed again. So it was very energetic. Mm. There's lots of energy moving through my body everywhere, mm-hmm. all over. It was, kind of felt like I was plugged in, charged. Mm-hmm. Maybe I was being charged. I don't know. But I feel good. Good. Yeah. I feel like my story is changing. That's good. Yeah. It's really good. Mm-hmm. It helps to have, like I said, the bedrock of the work that we've done it just really is just further proving um the power of this work mm-hmm. when any type of contrast approaches it's like yeah this is hard and it sucks and i'll cry and blah 
but you don't live there for very long. No, you don't. You know, you yeah. just don't. Like, no. I think it's honestly, it was, I've been thinking about this since we've decided to record this episode and I was like, should I even reference this? But I don't know, but I think I'm going to. Um, Amanda Francis. Yeah. She's fucking amazing. Yes. And it's because of this work. Yeah, you have to tell people. So she was pregnant with uh, two twin boys. Um, her first pregnancy with her partner. Um, and the twins are born, I think, almost two months early. They were both like three pounds. Um, and one of them didn't make it. Mm-hmm. She, he was earthside, I think, for three days. He didn't make it. Um, and she, <laughs> she shared it on like Instagram posts. Um, and it was so, you can tell she's done the work. You yeah. can tell. Like, she's just like, I'm so grateful for this experience. I love the time I had with him. The first time she held him is when he died, mm-hmm. you know, and she was just like handled it like a goddamn champ, mm-hmm. you know, and is really grateful for the time and love that she has for her son that's still here and believes there's an angel in their family. And like, don't get me wrong. I'm sure there's going to continue to be cycles of grief here. And she knows that. But, you know, she's able to see the beauty and have the gratitude. And it's so inspiring to watch it. Mm -hmm. And for me, it's so much, it's more validation being in this space. It's Mm -hmm. more validation of why this work is so important. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. Why it's important to understand source. Mm -hmm. It's role in our lives. Mm -hmm. How we can understand the laws of the universe Mm -hmm. the law of attraction vibration why it's important is because when shit hits the fan in ways you can't even imagine you're okay Mm -hmm. you're okay you know like there's when you practice this stuff enough you know that there's always incredible surprises coming your way. Mm-hmm. You know the universe can't wait to blow your goddamn mind. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. You know that because mm-hmm. you've done it enough. You've experimented enough. Mm-hmm. You've tried different things. So when it doesn't go your way, you're like, it's all right. Mm-hmm. It will. Mm-hmm. It'll shift. You know, even when there's no signs showing showing that you that it will shift, mm-hmm. you still trust. Right? And even when your vibration, you know it's low. And I find that that makes things really difficult because you're like you're saying like you judge your emotions and you judge how you feel because you know your vibration is low and you know that's not going to bring you a solution right Mm -hmm. like you but you do need to be human and you do need to sit in that darkness for a bit Mm -hmm. and like feel it out yeah literally feel into it so you can get out of it which is what you obviously did it, um, it was what I did in, in New Zealand. Maybe I should have done that while I was on the tour. I just felt like... No, because you were still like crossing your fingers. You're still like hoping yeah. that that expectation would pan out. Yeah. And it didn't, which is fine. Yeah. Um, and obviously there's many, be- so much beauty and gifts that you literally received on the tour, but that you will continue to receive as mm-hmm. it um, settles. But yeah, I think that it's a testament to this work Mm -hmm. right like it's I don't know 
you just know it's going to be fine. Yeah. <laughs> and you don't live there. You don't live and wallow. Yeah. In the darkness for long. No. You still, you know, experience it, but it's not, yeah. it's not where you live. No, you don't, I don't have an interest in living there. No. Like, it's almost like I need, I knew that me crying and feeling despair and frustration wasn't a permanent right state right it was a brief moment that i needed to experience and release in order to um experience the knowing that everything was gonna be okay because <laughs> i knew that was on the other side of yeah. feeling out frustration and sadness yeah like i knew it was so weird like because i received that idea on the last in that morning yeah there was this right this really strong knowing so it's like i know that everything's gonna be okay because i have this fuck baller idea um but i'm also just sad that that didn't right work. right right. so it that was really helpful yeah. it wasn't like i'm sad i don't know what to do oh my god like i'm this is it it's over it wasn't like that it was i had a lot of motivation and hope to move forward um but i also could experience um there was one thing that i wanted to share that kind of keep popping up um one thing that I did do on, on the tour um, was I watched movies that were about someone's successful journey. So like right. um, J-Lo, yeah. I watched hers. Uh, Kanye, Genius, I watched that one. That was weird. Like the end got weird because he's a little a bit strange. Strange. But yeah. the beginning of his success, yeah. his story is really inspiring. Yeah. Um, we also, Nick really loves the movie Moneyball. Anytime he sees it, I'm like, we watched this last week. He just loves it. So, but that's a very inspiring movie because they do something different. They're like, we want to change the game. Yeah. Um, If you haven't seen it, it's with Brad Pitt and Jonah Hill. It's about Mm -hmm. um, baseball. baseball. Um, We want to change the game. We want to do these things. And um, we're willing to be, you know, ostracized for being different. We're willing to kind of like, stick our necks out there and try anyway so lots of inspiration from these things um which were helpful so i did try to support myself while doing the tour um and the one quote that i thought was helpful too was from um jim carrey Mm -hmm. when he said he tells the story about his dad who wanted to be a musician uh, a jazz musician i think and um he didn't go for it because it didn't make him very much money so he was like an accountant or something and spent years doing that and then he got fired one day and he was like what was the point (laughs) it was and jim carrey says um you can fail at doing something you don't like so you might as well yeah fail at doing something that you love right and while I don't consider this to be a failure, because again, I feel motivated to move forward. Yeah. And really the only way you fail is if you stop. So that's obviously not the case here, but man, what a way to fail. <laughs> Quote unquote. Yeah. Like what a way to, to try something that doesn't work. Mm. <laughs> Like, yeah, I get to, to go it. on tour through Australia, meet these amazing people, develop these beautiful connections, enrich the relationships that I have, experience beauty, wonder, awe, like all of it. What a way to experience 
failed I, expectations. Failed expectations. I don't yeah. know. You know, I need another, I need another word, but I feel like yeah. failure resonates with me. So I'm just going to use that. Mm. What a way to experience, experience failure. Yeah. Wouldn't you rather experience failure like that? Like, let's say you make a film, a movie, and you had really a lot of fun doing it. And like, it was just it was brilliant and beautiful and amazing and everything. Like, it was just great, like juicy and lovely and all these things. And, and no one goes to see it and it flops. No one goes to see it. <laughs> you get support yeah. from the people who are a part of like, it. That was really fun. Yeah, yeah. But like, no one goes to see it. Yeah. Nothing happens because of it. It's just, yeah. and like... Again, you don't know what can happen five years. Somebody can watch that movie five right. years later and right. blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's like, well, wasn't that fun to make that movie? Wasn't that fun? Like, that was the best thing, I, you know? It's the yeah. best thing I ever did. It's the best thing I've ever done. Yeah, It feels very much like this chapter in my life is a, one of the best chapters ever. Yeah. Like, you did what? Like, on my deathbed, I can say, yeah... In my 30s, I, I did this tour through Australia. I stayed at 12. People are going to be like, what? Mm -hmm. Like, who gets to do that? Who mm -hmm. lives this life? Mm -hmm. Who has this life? It's extraordinary. Mm -hmm. You know? So, mm -hmm. what There's a way to... Napoleon Hill quote, I think. Fail. That's like every failure has an equivalent of seeds of success. Mm. So, it's like, that's what they're for. Okay, I the see whole, what you're saying. The whole point right. is to give you seeds right. for success. Right. It's like why it exists. Right. So it's interesting that at the end of your tour, you had you have an idea. The very, it took that literally lights you last night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 12 locations. I'm like, so like, wait a minute. Oh, so can I, just... I get it. <laughs> um, yeah. And I think, I think this is an important part of the puzzle that needs to be stated is that, yes, you were doing something that you love with an expectation. But the expectation came from the way other people have done things in terms of social media. Yes. That's what I'm saying. It's I'm not glad authentic, that you're bringing that It's not up. authentic to who you are. I'm so glad that you're bringing this So up. this is the lesson, right? You're doing, you did something that actually is authentic to who you are. Yes. But you did it with the motivation using a tool that other people have used that's authentic to who they are. But it's not authentic to the way you are. So that's the lesson here. You took, it's like when people are like, well, don't make your hobby your job because then you won't love it anymore. It's like you took something that you really, really love and you put a spin on it using a tool that has been successful for other people, but it's not authentic to you. Right? So stop doing that. <laughs> do the thing that you love and do it in a way that's authentic to you. Yeah. That's when you receive success. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So that's the next experiment. And if you feel at that, I don't know, you're a lot. You should just quit. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you should just think all your time into OMJ and leave that alone. I, yeah, I'm just so glad that you said it and you put it in those words. Yeah. Because that was really helpful to hear. Yeah. I, now, you didn't fail at doing what you love, right? You failed at doing what you loved under the lens of other people's tools and resources. Right. So you kind of ruined it. <laughs> yeah. Because you did it. You know, like yeah. the tour itself was gorgeous and yeah. that experience was gorgeous and the people were gorgeous and, you know, all of that was beautiful. Yeah. But you, you did something out of should. Yes. Because it will bring you success. 
Yes. That's what everybody says. Yeah. But you're taking advice and stuff from, it has worked for other people. So the, it's enticing, right? Cause you're like, maybe this will work for me. Maybe I'm not trying hard enough. Maybe I'm not doing it right. Maybe yeah. I need to be consistent. <laughs> all I those things I that they consistency say. out of the water. You did. Yeah. You did all the things right. Yeah. But it wasn't authentic to who you are. Yeah. It's not going to work for you. Tough, tough lesson to learn. It's, I'm, uh, I keep saying it, but I'm so glad that you said that because okay. when I wake up in the morning, you, this is a good example. You texted me this morning and you said, are you up? Yeah. I woke up this morning and Hudson knocked on my door. I watched him do it. Did you? Yeah. It's really cute. So it's loud. Your doorknob's loud. Yeah. <laughs> he knows what Hudson, he's doing. Hudson. Oh my God, guys. I came home. It was really sad when I came home because mm-hmm. he couldn't even come out to the front door. No, his meds ran out. <laughs> so like, he couldn't get up. <laughs> he's my, oh God, my dog and I have this crazy bond. Mm-hmm. Like I probably going to cry about it right now. Like I would think about him and I was just like, oh my God, I can't wait to come back and see him. Mm-hmm. Because we have this crazy bond. like, And you know he's suffering without you. Yeah. Yeah. And that's heartbreaking. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I just can't wait to see him. And so I came in through the door. I didn't cry. I don't think he cried either. I think we were both just like... (sighs) (sighs) Sigh of relief. (laughs) Yeah. And I just kind of sat with him on the floor because he couldn't get up. And um, Nick's going out today to get him his meds. Oh, good. um, So... I sat with him on the floor and he he kissed my whole face. (laughs) Welcome home. Anyway, so this morning he, uh, he like wakes me up. So my head is right beside the door of my bedroom, like our upstairs of our house. It's definitely the next thing. Yeah. (laughs) Um, my it's head is literally nice. like the doorknob to my room is like right next to my head yeah. so he uh he puts his nose under the door handle and it moves it and it so i wake up i open it for him he comes in says hello um what was i going with this why was i talking about him i don't know oh that's how i woke up then i you know, I went to the bathroom, I let him outside, and I had a shower. I would usually get on my phone and go on Instagram. Mm. You texted me this morning, are you up? And then an hour later, mm-hmm. you're like, what's going Hello? on? Hello? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh, sorry, like, I I would have got that message earlier, but I just yeah, didn't go on Instagram. Yeah. Because I'm like, I think this is what I need. Yeah. Well, it's going to make more sense. It's like kind of a to-be-continued conversation. It is. It is, absolutely. It's going to make more sense to people. But Yeah. Yeah. I think there's more and more people that are sick of the rat race on Instagram. Yeah. They don't They don't know the other solution yet, but it's coming. Yes. I, yeah, yeah. I think, I feel like a, um, a rebel or something. Like I feel, yeah, I feel, it feels wrong to say it out loud it feels like like i'm revolting or something or like a cop out yes like a lazy cop out yeah that's how i feel about it when i'm like i don't align with this um 
but I don't know. I get moments where it, it is fun and I do align with it. So I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's a and I, relationship. I agree with that too. I, I agree. Yeah. Like it is fun and so, that some, sometimes I align with it, but yeah, it, there's a lot of shoulds. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of shoulds around it. And mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. think that's working for me. Right. Yeah. So stay tuned for the brilliant solution. Yeah. See this good one. Okay. Are we at that point now? Yeah, I think we're at that point. I think we're good. Okay. Um, thank you for sharing all that. Yeah. It can't have been easy. Oh. I, again, it feels so weird saying that because it was amazing. Well, of course it was, but that's why it's not easy. You're not allowed to say the things you said. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yes. You're not, allowed, you're, not allowed, you're not allowed to tell us that. Yes. You're just supposed to say, oh my God, it was amazing. I loved every second. It was perfect. Can complain. You're not. not complain. You're not allowed to complain. Yeah. You're given a trip of a lifetime. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. So to add that human, <laughs> that we acknowledge, very first world, privileged mm-hmm. point of view. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Should be stated. Yes. Someone's gonna call us out on it for sure. What a freaking spoiled brat. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're living a goddamn Guilty. dream life. Guilty. Shame on you for having any kind of negative emotion around it at all. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So thank you for sharing. Mm-hmm. Making it human and real. And, you know, I'm sure there's many a time where the famous folks, you know, the book tour, there weren't as many people that showed up or the musician, nobody showed up to the bar that they performed at or they didn't even get paid for a show that they did or do you know what I mean there's so many failed expectations along the way Mm -hmm. for so many people Mm -hmm. um but the reason you feel confident in sharing is because you know it's not the end yep just a part of the story that's right an inspiring part of the story that other people can listen back on and think phew her too Mm -hmm. you know it happened to Sam and look at her now yes right like those are the types of things that are going to really inspire people so and if not later today um thank you all so much for listening uh thank you for your time this was another long episode but i feel like it was needed you've been gone for so long and yeah learned so much and you have to stay tuned for mickey's recap sam's, sam's revelation and yeah my recap of the last couple months that's true yeah Stay tuned for that. It sounds like monkeys are coming down the hallway. So this is a good time. This is a good time to end the show. (laughs) Here they come. Um, So as always, thank you so much for listening. And we wish you a life filled with joy and abundance. We'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for spending your precious time with us. If you enjoyed what you heard, This is the point in the podcast where we would probably ask you to share it with a friend, share it on Instagram, or write a review. We would also probably ask you to check us out on Instagram at Our Manifestation Journey or our website at OurManifestationJourney.com, but we wouldn't do that. No, we wouldn't do that. No, we're not like that. So, you know, whatever. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. What we would love to hear is how your manifestation journey is going. Send us a DM, email, or screenshot an episode and share it if it resonated with you. And remember to tag us. We love hearing about your amazing manifestations. The music for this podcast is provided by the very talented and generous Bonus Points. And our sound engineering is crafted by the incredible William Mitchell. 
As always, we wish you a life full of joy and abundance, and we will see you next time on our manifestation journey.